Being green can be so sexy. Well, at least you can be sexy and keep it green. Check out the Green Divas Eco Sexy Podcast for ways to keep it green in the bedroom or wherever you like to have sex. On again with the fabulous Wendy Stragar, and she's a loveologist. She's also the founder of Good Clean Love. Uh, she's the author of Love That Works and soon-to-be-released Sex That Works. And I love if you go to her website, it says The Ecology of Love. It really ties it all in. Hi, Wendy. Hi. Thanks for having me again, Lynn. So nice to be with you. Oh, I'm Meg, but that's okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you do all the coordinating with Lynn. People often think they're talking to Lynn. Sorry. Uh, I apologize, that's, Meg. Thank you for having me. That's okay. Um so I think today our topic is going to be fantasy, which sounds like we could talk for hours, but we're, we're going we're gonna to hit the highlights right here. So tell us a little bit. So, you know, fantasy is, I think, where the engine turns on for most people sexually, and most, many people don't realize it. So many people will say and have said that the sexiest part of our body is between our brains. And, you know, while there is definitely the limbic brain structure, which is connected to our olfactory bulb, which is where memory, sexuality, and emotion come on, that is literally where the arousal mechanism lays. So I always invite people to use scent, but what I think is even more powerful than scent in waking up that arousal mechanism is this um, play about fantasy. Okay. Um, and, you know, there's the, the, here's the thing. Everybody has a fantasy life, and many people are not aware of what their fantasy life is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I, I personally remember many years of feeling like I was afraid to look at the stuff that was coming up in my mind. And I remember, actually, when I finally thought, okay, I'm just going to look at it. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to look at it. Right. How, how overwhelmed I was and, and really fearful, like, where did that come from? Right. Oh, my God. Right. How did I get those thoughts? And, you know, and it's, they're so real. They're so vivid. They're like an incredibly vivid dream or daydream fantasies, especially when you employ them sexually. And so, you know, you can start to think, oh, my God, was I sexually abused? Or, I mean, it's easy to, like, have right. your other brain get all anxious about fantasy. But really, if you just, like, let that be what it is, um, it's, um, it's, it's an incredible fuel for your passionate life. Now, and then there's something, I suppose, about not being ashamed and removing the shame and being able to communicate with your partner, perhaps, about it. Um, you know, the shame part about our fantasies is everything, so it's a great question. <laughs> many, many people. I mean, the first question, and we'll talk about this on another day maybe, but the first question most people have about who they are as a sexual human being is, am I normal? Right. right? So, you know, we're terribly afraid of the things that come up in us organically, um, sexually. So, so many people have a lot of shame, and I did, you know. I mean, for, for a long time, even after I allowed myself to look at my fantasies, that doesn't mean that I was willing to tell my husband about them. Right. You know, right. It, took, it took a long, long time for me to feel comfortable enough to share th- those things that came through me. 
Yeah, and 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 may I ask, how did he respond when you finally sort of got well, into you know, the conversation? Well, you know, he wanted to know. Yeah. Like I would tell him, you know, I'm like watching my fantasies, and I feel like there was a way in he which he kind of responded to this this unspoken language that happened through fantasy, but. Um, you know, when I, and there's still things I don't tell him, you right, know, but, right. but, but increasingly as we become more and more comfortable with that space, I do tell him and, you know, he, you know, he's curious and it's funny, I've said to him, well, what do you, what do you think about? Right. And, you know, men and women don't always have the same function fantasy yeah. wise right. and, and maybe I, it's not even worth it to sort of separate in genders, but I do want to say that I think that's a fairly unique experience um, for many people. Right. So whatever, like, turns me on or whatever my fantasies might be really may not work for anybody else, uh, including my husband. You know, there's uh, – and it doesn't have to. That's the beautiful right. thing. Right, right, you know, right. It can, it can live in you, and that is enough to fuel a sex life with somebody who might have no idea what your fantasies are. You know, there's some ver- very, very interesting research about this. Some of the most interesting sexual work I've ever read – is by a guy named Stanley Siegel, and he and he wrote uh, this book called Your Brain on Sex, and he had done years and years, literally decades of research about around this idea of fantasy, and his premise is, and it makes so much sense to me, is that as a early adolescent, which is when our erotic selves awaken, what our subconscious brain does is take these painful experiences from our childhood, our youth. And, and try to create a pleasure response to them. So that pleasure response becomes our basic fantasy thread. Mm. And actually it's very interesting because many times that doesn't change over a lifetime. So people who have fetishes about shoes or, right. I mean, things that you can't explain, right. when you look at it within this context, it becomes really incredibly interesting. So, you know, when you think about pornography and the themes that we consistently see in pornographic literature of domination, submission, fetishes, I mean, there's things that come up consistently. The interesting thing is, is that the pathway to those fantasies is not the same. So, you know, one person might have an overbearing mother and, you know, who kind of squashed you. And so then you would think, well, that would maybe create this fantasy of, um, you know, domination, right? right? right. But for just, you know, for it could just as likely create a, a fantasy of submission. And so the important thing is, is at least in his research, and again, his name is Stanley Siegel, Your huh. Brain on Sex. It's a great book, recommended to anybody listening. Um, but, um, you know, the important thing is, is that as you begin to understand what happened to you in your youth that might have been something that you were trying to heal, and then being able to really honestly witness your fantasies, yeah. you make that connection yourself. It's really incredibly exciting sexual exploration. Well, and so to some degree, it's about accepting what what it is and being embracing it to some degree and being okay with it. Well, you have to be willing to look. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know, you have to be willing to look at what happened to you. You know, which found which was your foundation yeah. as a kid, and you have to be willing to look at you know what it is that turns you on, and it's pretty stunning the number of people who are not willing to look at what turns them on, who feel too much shame or feel like they can't go there. or I mean, and as I said, when it first happened to me, I was afraid when I saw some of the thoughts that yeah. went through my head. Because yeah. you know what? They're not socially correct. Right, right, they right. They don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be because right. they're fantasy. Right. That's very different than the things you act out in life. 
And I do want to say one cautionary note about fantasy, which is that when you take fantasy out of your head and you make a big leap and you say, okay, I'm going to go to a dungeon now, you know, or I'm going to invite a third person into my couplehood, you know, those things have lasting impacts when you embody them in 3D. Right, right, right. So I feel like if you can't have a real deep discussion with somebody about that, then you have no business manifesting it on a three-dimensional level. So in other words, be responsible. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. like, that's the thing. It's like, if you if you have the comfort level of living with your fantasies in such a way that you can actually play them out, like, there's a story of this one woman who was, you know, like, super, you know, hurt and damaged by stuff at church. So she always had this fantasy about having sex with a priest. Right. So, one, so she was able to talk about that with her husband, and they got costumes, and they acted that out, and it was profoundly healing for her. You know, right. so that's just a super obvious example. But, yeah. you know, if you've always kind of like had this fantasy of a threesome in some kind of domination kind of way, yeah. you know, and you can't talk to your partner about it, then you have no business doing that right. in the world. Yeah. Communication you know? and honest communication and open communication mm-hmm. is obviously a foundation yeah. that needs to be there. Now, I could talk to you about this all day, but I know we're going to have some other segments coming up. So I'm going to invite people to visit your website Good Clean Love or wendystragar.com, correct? Well, actually, they should go to goodcleanlove.com, but they should really go visit my new blog, which yes. is just redesigned. It's so beautiful. I'm so happy every time I look at it. It's called makinglovesustainable.com. Oh, that's, cool. That's the, that's the blog I've been writing for years, and we've just kind of like really modern it up and and it's very beautiful and super user friendly and Thank there's a you. ton of literature there. I mean a ton of great reading. So yeah. making love sustainable dot com would be where to go. So until next time, go there and thank you, Wendy. Pleasure. Turned on yet? Well, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T H E Greendivas.com. To learn more about this Green Divas eco-sexy podcast and find other low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green, 